0: I threw back the covers and sat up. Greaves, I said. "'I had the most bally awful dream.' "'I am sorry to hear it, sir.' He handed me the morning cup and saucer, and I took the sip without which the Gloucester day cannot begin." "'the ordinary day, that is, in the common run of things, "'not the kind of day that follows a night of revelry and riot at the inertia club, "'when one awakes with the sense that death is not only imminent, "'but cannot arrive soon enough. "'I dreamt that Baldy Spot's binkle had lured me "'onto Slythy Tove Whipley's homemade rocket-ship, "'battened down the hatch, if batten's the word I want. "'It is, sir.' Righto, and then we'd blasted off for Venus—not the statue, mind, but the evening star itself—and that we'd slept like that Winkle chap for months on end, before pitching up at Baldy's estate in the middle of the most dismal swamp imaginable.' Greaves inclined his head in a manner I recognised as conveying sympathy. I ploughed on, the dream as real to me as the vital oolong of which I now took a second fortifying draught. It was a place steeped in gloom, where the sun never shows its face, all stagnant pools and sluggish streams, with only the occasional dab of what we might call solid earth. Oh dear, sir. Ah, well. "'I said, motioning with my unencumbered hand "'to indicate that the unpleasant figments "'were fast dwindling in life's rear-view mirror. "'Draw the curtains, will you, Greaves, "'and admit the smiles of rosy-fingered—' "'Sir, you must prepare yourself "'for a disagreeable prospect,' he said. "'Rain? I hazarded a guess. "'Stiff winds?' "'Not the winds,' he said.' "'throwing aside the heavy cloths to reveal panes streaked with rivulets "'whose flows were perpetually interrupted "'by the impact of freshly arrived droplets the size of marbles. "'I rose from the bed and went to the window. "'It can justly be said that while Bartholomew Gloucester "'may occasionally be surprised, and now and then, "'when circumstances so conspire, even awestruck, it is rare.' that he is actually staggered. Yet I was staggered by the view from the window. The cup and saucer fell unnoticed from a nerveless hand, though not unnoticed by the ever-vigilant Greaves, who deftly caught them without the spilling of a drop. "'I say, Greaves,' I said. "'I mean to say!' though what I meant to say I did not know. It was scarcely a moment for the mot juste. Indeed, sir. As far as the eye could stretch, whatever wasn't grey was green, and whatever wasn't green was grey. Even so, every green was well tinged by the grey, and all was being relentlessly battered from above by unending bucket loads of rain. This! I declared, will not do. Greaves agreed. Most disturbing, sir. There sprang into my mind, like Athena springing from the brow of Zeus, only the other way round, a plan. First, a bath. Then breakfast. Then a brisk and business-like dialogue with Baldy, leading to the earliest possible embarkation on Slidy's contraption, and so to home. I gathered myself and issued instructions. Greaves moved out of view, and an instant later I heard water running in the bathroom. Right, I said, shedding the pyjamas like a snake with a pressing agenda, while figuratively girding myself for strife. And off we go.